What would you do if stranded? If you had listened to the previous podcast from two weeks ago, you would know that I was stranded in New Mexico. Luckily, I was stranded in a place that I love. But what would you do? What would you do with the time and the circumstances? Would you reflect on what is most valuable to you? Would you reflect on maybe the opportunity life has provided for you? I will expand upon that in this episode. Yes, a little bit of soul-searching was done. And what were the results? Welcome to another episode of The Worthy Physician. I am your host, Dr. Sapna Shah-Hawk, combating physician burnout to reignite your passion for medicine. So during this crazy episode in life, I was without an actual vehicle to go from point A to point B, went from a Dewey truck to a spark. It really looked like a clown car. So to fit adults and kids, it was quite ridiculous and obviously not safe. So during the time, it was actually a blessing. Silver lining, using the lemons that life has thrown to make lemonade. But in our fast-paced and ever-changing world, it's easy to get caught up in the chaos of daily life, losing sight of what truly matters. And life gave me this opportunity to calm down, to slow down. And how does that even how does that even connect to physician burnout? Well, I'm going to reference the podcast episode in which I discussed the physiology of burnout with physiopsychologist Dr. Robert Bean. When we are constantly bombarded with dings and pings and noise, our nervous system is constantly in that fight or flight. Remember, it's not really been too long ago since we were actually more of hunters and gatherers lived in tribes. I did not have the modern day distraction. Life has changed drastically over the last 100 to 200 years. Our physiology has not changed. So by having this opportunity, I was able to slow down. I was able to put distance between modern technology and the noise. I was able to engage my parasympathetic nervous system. I was able to thus enjoy the company of my kids, of nature, of the lizards that were running to and from. One of my kids actually asked, hey, can I catch a lizard? And I said, if you can catch it, you can keep it. Of course, I would have let it go. The whole point is that we are in a world where we are constantly bombarded with noise, external, at all points. And it's important to really disconnect and engage our parasympathetic. Otherwise, it keeps us in that fight or flight mode. And at some point, we will break. While on this really epic journey, I was able to really look at what I value, what's important to me, and that is family. And it does not have to be a person, a place, or a thing, but it can be behavior, attitudes, how we respond. And remember, our personal values and fundamental beliefs shape these things by identifying what is a priority to us, where our personal values lie. It gives us clarity and direction, gives us authenticity and integrity. We live in accordance with our personal values. It improves our decision-making because this is what guides our decisions. 
Now, if we are not living the life that is authentic to us or to me as an individual, then by identifying what is important to me, what my core values are, I can at least try to guide my life in that direction. So the first step is really sitting down and with the discussion I had with Daniel Wren, really do the exercise he describes. And it is to really do a deep dive and look at what is important to me and why. Why is it important and how am I fulfilling that currently? How can I expand upon that? And then really drawing out that roadmap. And by identifying those things, by identifying what are our top priorities and implementing a plan, it can lead us down the road to a more authentic existence within our personal lives and hopefully within our professional lives. It's not going to fix the broken system. It's not going to fix that. But what it can do is allow you to look at if what I am doing, is it aligning with my core values? Is it fulfilling me as a person? Not just checking a box, not just attaching our importance or worth to a title or a position or a salary, but is it truly authentic to me? And really, this is not a one-time thing. This is a lifelong journey. So how does this relate to burnout? I think that we need to go back to personal values, core core values, in addition to engaging with our parasympathetic system and saying, is what I'm doing day in and day out, does that align with my core values? Because if it does not, then I need to identify my core values and see how I can lead myself down a pathway to where my life is identified by, yes, this is where I want to be. It might take months, it might take years, but every small step in that direction will be worth it. Why? Because you can still look at yourself in the mirror and have self-respect. Why is that important? Because, damn it, we're humans, and I think that medicine has really taken a lot of that away from us. So I would I would challenge you, go to the website, www.theworthyphysician.com, click on free downloads, and download the Defining What is Important workbook. Work through it and really give it some time. Give it some thought. Really do this work for you. If you found this helpful, like, subscribe, share with a friend, because we can all use some camaraderie combating burnout.